the show getting ranked. It's alright, there's no need for thanks. Choosing who's good and who's tanked. These are our decisions, we take them to the bank. Deciding who's number one, it'll be fun. Decide your victor, pick it up. Take us on the run. Tempe's your host from coast to coast. Here with great guests, not trying to brag or boast. So sit back and be impressed. Leave it up to us to do the rest. Listen up, it'll be a blast. Sit back and enjoy the Getting Ranked podcast. Welcome to Getting Ranked. A podcast where we determine who stands above the rest. Joining me tonight on a show that I'm really excited for, one that we had to push back just because we kept coming up with new ideas for remembering things we forgot. Tonight's episode is going to be on a topic I call name songs, which basically are songs that have a person's name or someone's name in it, in the title, you know. Um, but joining me tonight to discuss that is a frequent guest. Uh, Reggie, how you doing, Reg? I'm doing good. I was just kind of bit down in the dumps right now, if I'm honest, because uh, I was just kind of disappointed to realize that there aren't any Reginald name songs, and I think that's just a travesty. It's criminal. And we're going to get to that. Uh, that's a question I'm definitely going to have on that we're going to discuss, but we're going to get into it, as per usual, with an icebreaker. Now, Reg, someone is going to name a song after you. Who is the artist, and what is the title of your song? I think I would like, uh, if, if I can name like any artist or whatever and, and title a song, I'm going to go with Open Mike Eagle, and the name of the song would be RC Squared. You motherfucker. Uh, that's who I was leaning towards with mine as well. I do like the RC Squared. That's pretty cool. I'll go with my backup. My backup. Uh, you think you can go with Open Mike Eagle? Uh, no, you both have no, him. It's all right. It's all right. Uh, the person who I would go with, I might go with uh, Aesop Rock. Uh, he and uh, Rob Sonic, when they are together, are uh, a group called Hail Mary Mallon, and they already have a song called The Amazing Jonathan. So I would have either them as a group, although I'm not sure if they're still making um, tracks together or if they're just on hiatus as they both work on new music. Um, I would have the title of mine called The Amazing Jonathan Rides Again. I hate that you have such a cool name song. Yeah, I know. I saw that on the track and I was like, ooh, I'm going to love these guys forever. You know what? I'll tell you this. That, that's something, I mean, what's in a name and all that jazz, but like, I don't plan on having kids, but I always said that if I did have kids, I would go to a store and look at the nameplate crap and pick a name from that because growing up, with a name like Reginald, it's you never get to have your name plate or keychain or that crap, and it seems small, but it's a big deal, you know. Well, I mean, literally the only place that we found your name where it wasn't like, oh, pay ten dollars more for custom was in England. Right, and even then it was spelled with an O, and it, which pissed me off because it was like, who spells Reginald with an O instead of an A? Like, whatever, sucks. Yeah, yeah. That is true. That is something I need to think about. First world name problems. Exactly. <laughs> well, that was our icebreaker, and we're going to get right into it, because we're going to have a lot to talk about, lots of stuff to get into. For you, Reds, do you consider a named song uh, a song that has the name of the title or one that has, like, the name of the chorus? Or somewhere in the in the song, I should say. I mean, you could, I guess you could really consider both of them, but I, I would think, like, for sake of this getting ranked, we would just probably just talk about the, the songs that have actual names on it. Because, like, I mean, this whole thing got started because I, I, um, when I came up to visit, we were talking and I was like, man, there are a lot of songs with names in them. And I'm like, do you think you can have a top 10? And then, like, I thought it was going to be hard until I started. You know, we started listing out songs like there are a lot of songs with a lot of names. And it's interesting that you would name a song after a person. You know, I mean, I guess the fictional ones are, are, are uh, probably easier and it makes more sense. But, you know, there are a lot named after like real people and, and some are named after real people don't have much to do with the real person. I also think it's crazy. Like, imagine being that person and knowing that song is about you, you know? Eight six seven five three zero nine. You know, there's someone out there who's like, I know that, I know that Jenny, 
or there's there's a person Jenny out there who's like they're talking about me. Right. There's somebody out there who who is Stacy's mom. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> which is a great song. I fucking forgot. Which is going to be a theme of this show, just being like, oh, I fucking forgot about that song. Yeah, exactly. Because I was just talking, thinking about 8675309, and the kink song Lola popped up in there. La, 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 Lola. You know, a song about a, I think it's a, the trans, well, what we would now consider a, a transgender person and this guy falling in love with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there, you know, that, that was an experience, you know, I, maybe it's fictional and maybe I should do some research before I say it's an experience, but if I had to put money on it blindly, I would think that, yeah, someone either lived that experience and told it to someone or one of the band members lived it and wrote it down. Yeah, because I mean, along the lines of knowing that a song is about you, like Lucy Lug and, um, gets some shout outs in some songs, you know, like, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer gets a shout out in, uh, was that Uptown Funk? You know, and then there's that song, uh, Uma Thurman, you know, and it's like, <clears throat> these aren't people who are past or whatnot. You know, like, they're out here right now. It's like, that's gotta be kind of awesome to, to look at a CD and see your name there. Yeah. Or to hear it on the radio and be like, ooh, ooh, ooh. You know, that ain't about anyone but me. Right. If you were an artist, would you name songs after people you knew? I, um, I guess if, I wouldn't rule it out. It's not something I would try to do, I, I don't think. But, um, you know, I, I guess whatever inspires me to write down a song, if it was, if like, all I was thinking about was that person, then, yeah, I would do that, you know. Um, there are some song- songwriters who have written songs about their loved ones. Um, I, I don't know if any song is one, but that kind of comes to mind. I think that's one of those songs that's actually written about a specific person. I think that if I was like a really creative songwriter, like uh, and this is gonna sound weird to say this, but like if I was a Jason Mraz style person who could be like whimsical and yet still write a good song worth hearing, I might do an entire album named after people, and it would just be like it would be something. It'd be like a, almost every song would be like an inside joke with people. So I could have one called Christine talking about Puerto Rico. I can have one called Reggie talking about the time how, you know, telling this ballad of this guy who saves his his brother from from falling, you know, and Mm -hmm. every song be authentic to the person that you had that relationship with or the people who were there. They'd be like, you know, if I had a song called Mike, you know, it might be a story about the time that he came to visit us when we were freshmen and a fire alarm went off and I gave him my bathrobe. Because he was in the shower, and instead of like going in and grabbing clothes or changing, he just came outside in his bathrobe. Because that's Mike. Yeah, you know what people would say about that CD? Pretentious as fuck. <laughs> Experimental. No, not navel gazing. <laughs> they, they might, they might, but I think it also in the end it ended up being a cult classic, just because, you know, I could, I would leave like real landmarks that people could like go and see. And and so my real cult fans would be like, damn, man, we're in Puerto Rico. And we're at this restaurant where John and the Christine person from this song and some other people went and got uh, Mofongo, you know, and and like if you're singing about Mofongo, boy, that'd be a boring ass CD. It's, bro. Not, it's not about singing about it. You're just like literally like I could be like saying, you know, um, say the place was called Bobby's Chef, right? I could be like mm-hmm. walking down the street, beating my chest, getting that mofongo from Bobby's chef, like, and then people would be in Puerto Rico with like one that that would obviously would get some recognition there. And then when people would go there, they might actually be like, "I'm a fan. Why are you? I came here because I'm a fan of this band, and they used to come in and eat here." I mean, people do that as it is now. You could really blow a place up that way if you really appreciated it. That's true. Would you name songs after lovers? Good ones are bad ones. Like, would you be petty? I'm petty, and I was as you were saying that I was like, I'm petty as fuck. So I think yes, I would. Especially if if like one like did me dirty or something, I probably would. Uh, I'm definitely petty enough that I would write a song because I would hope that I would could have a a line good enough like um, Fall Out Boy. I'm just a notch in your bedpost, but you're just a line in the song. 
Ooh, boy, if you had something on that level, but, like, drop that name so that they, like, the pet name you used to call them, and they'd be like, oh, Yeah, and that's the thing. Damn. Like, I, would, I wouldn't I would use their first name. I'd probably use, like, their middle name or something, or a pet name or a screen name or some shit, so, just so, like, they know, and when people are like, is this song about someone in particular? I'm like, well, they know. If it, Maybe it If is. it was about someone in particular, they would definitely know. <laughs> So I guess that means you would definitely write songs about enemies. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, like, there are some really great um, protest songs named after people. Like, after Trump won, there are a couple of Trump songs and stuff like that. And Maggie's Farm, which uh, was my favorite version of that, is covered by Rage Against the Machine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's that's a good point. I definitely would do it about my enemies. I always think, like, if I was a writer... More so, uh, you know, writing books or screenplays, whatever. I would write my enemies in all the fucking time. Well, here's the thing. I when I say I would write about my enemies, I'm not talking about like I I might do something about like famous people who are like really out of pocket, like Trump is now, you know. But at the same time, I don't think I'd write like if I had mortal enemies or you know, not mortal enemies, but like enemies in the business. I want to do that because one oh, thing no, I no, hate about business. Yeah, like, one thing I hate about the music industry is, is these, like, beefs that people have, you know, like, I mean, you see rap beefs now, and it's always been a thing, almost, yeah, it's always been a thing in rap, really, you know, got two rappers killed over that shit, and, um, you know, like, uh, one that comes to mind is uh, Limp Bizkit and, uh, and Eminem, and I think Limp Bizkit and Creed, and Creed and Eminem, you know, like, that's just... That's tiresome. When you're writing songs about them, like that's putting, giving them space in your head that they don't deserve. Well, I, so I would disagree a little bit with that. Like I, I agree with you. I don't like, I don't like beefs that are fake. I, mean, I don't like real beefs too. Uh, I definitely don't like beefs that require violence. But like I do like when people go back and forth because there's nothing like seeing someone get slaughtered. Plus, like Eminem will do stuff where he's like, I'm gonna give you a secret track at the end of this album where I just destroy them. Like um, when he made fun of Limp Biscuit and that whole group uh, at the end of uh, D12's album, D World or some I don't know what it's called. Anyway, it's a song, Girls. It's one of my favorite songs, man. And he just low-key destroys them. Not very violent, not very vulgar, just like low-key destroys them. And, you know, like, and of course, Limp Biscuit never responded because they couldn't. I like those battles, so I'm a, I'm a fan of that. Especially if you're going to name somebody out. Go drop names. Do you think there's any one particular era that had a better uh, selection of name songs? Like, I feel like the 70s, 80s is kind of where it's at. Classic Rock had a lot of songs named after people. Um, But the 90s and 2000s have some decent ones as well. I, I, I don't know if any one um, era has, has a beat. With, with names against uh, about people or songs with names in it or anything like that. No, I, I think they're all pretty. I mean, it's really what you kind of do with it, I guess. I mean, it, it's one of those things that uh, if if I had to, you had to nail me down, I would probably go 60s or 70s because it just seemed like there were a lot of those ones that kind of stick around from that era too. Especially considering like there are some that people don't even realize are, are names, you know. I guess I could see that. I really enjoy. I think this classic rock has so many great ones. Uh, you know, you have you have Melissa from the Allman Brothers. You got a few from Pink Floyd, like Arnold Lane and See Emily Play. Um, you even have some that you know when I was researching this that I didn't even know. Like you said, I didn't know were names. But give me the classic rock. That's the one I would hang my hat on, especially if you. Make it a real wide berth and give me like, although Simon and Garfunkel are more of an 80s band than they are a 70s band. Oh, no, they are not. Aren't they? Am I wrong? No. Yeah. I mean, in the 80s, Garfunkel, I mean, not Garfunkel. <laughs> I said Colin Garfunkel. But Al si- uh, Paul Simon was kind of doing stuff by himself in the 80s. You might be right. Or by that. the 80s. You're actually right. I mean, Bridge Over Trouble Water came out in 1970. Yeah. Um, and the sign of silence came out in '64. Damn, I didn't know it came out that long ago. Uh, so well, yeah. So if you give me Paul Simon, then you're really trashing people. I mean, Happy Jack from the Who. Happy Jack wasn't tall, but he was a man. And then was it uh from the Who also what Bob O'Reilly? 
Yep, Bob O'Reilly, Tom Sawyer from Rush, Achilles' Last Stand from Led Zeppelin. They're just so many great classic rock bangers that have names in them. But in the same sense, the 80s, I mean, they didn't hold back either. It's, I don't know. If I'm putting my money, again, if I'm pushing money blindly in, into the center of the table, uh, I'm going with uh, classic rock. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, it's not a hill I'm going to die on, but I, I, I bet they probably have the better ones. What are some of your favorite, like, historic um, name songs? Like, Name That the Real People and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Um, Rosa Parks by Outkast. Oh, that's a fucking great one. How is that not yeah. even on my list? Right. John the Revelator. Bye. <laughs> Brian Wilson, uh, Bare Naked Ladies. Uh, another great one. Yeah. And then uh, I'd also throw out there Bukowski from Modest Mouse. Oh, my God. Brian Wilson. The live version? Mm, it is. It's like the only way I can hear that song. Drop downtown in the rain. 9.30 Oh my god, Reg, you're destroying my list. You are absolutely destroying my list. Ah, <clears throat> uh, wow. Uh, yeah. That's a good one. I was thinking again when I was going back to the, uh, classic rock, well, uh, Moby Dick. Not necessarily a real person, but like uh, a real footnote from history, like a mm-hmm. a thing. Um, uh, also, Clint Eastwood from the Gorillas. Oh yeah, good one, good one. Well, here's a question I wanted to ask. Go ahead. What do you think about songs that are named after people that have kind of nothing to do with the person? Like Clint Eastwood is a great example, uh, and maybe even Rosa Parks too. I mean, with the section of the fact that they're talking about getting to the back of the bus. Is that really about Rosa Parks, that song, you know? And then Clint Eastwood has almost nothing nothing to do with Clint Eastwood. Like, sometimes I listen to that song, like, why did they name this one Clint Eastwood? Yeah, it's a weird one, but it <laughs> it is one that I truly enjoy. Mm-hmm. Clint Eastwood, that, you know, that was the song that introduced me to, to the gorilla. So, yeah, that song always holds a place in my heart. Um, but, yeah, it has something to do with... I don't mind them. Because for again, I don't really think about like, oh, this is a song named after a person. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, you know, sometimes they just reference it a little bit. Are there like this is sort of the attitude that you might expect from this guy? Uh, what are some of the oddest name songs that you can think of? Like I think about Anna Sun from Walk the Moon. Like I wonder if there is literally someone out there named Anna Sun, or if it's just like, because the song's talking about like you know just this bright blooming love so it makes me think it could be about somebody but it also could just be them naming a song randomly mm. um I, I suppose i really don't have any like outlandish songs i think the only exception would be songs that i i kind of wonder why like if you name it after a famous person or a real person and then the song is you know not about them. I, I do. It makes me wonder what that was all about, what your thought process was. But like, if you just like Billy Jean, I don't think there's a real Billy Jean, and I don't really don't even, you know, consider it more than that because I just think of it as a name. I can get that. Uh, what's your favorite fictional uh, name song, or some of your favorites? Fiona from The Low Life, uh, which you know I'm sure nobody's heard. Out, you know, not a lot of people, rather I should say. Scotty doesn't know. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> I love that song just because I think it's such a funny song and it's just like it's hilarious to listen to and sing. And then also um, I'm throwing in from MC uh, Chris uh, Fezvet. <laughs> Damn you. Yeah, I love that song because my backpack's got jets. I'm Boba the Fett. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> That, that song is... I haven't quite yet decided to put it on my list, but I'm pretty sure I am because I listen to it. So, well, you got so many of my favorite ones. Some of my favorite, though, are that you didn't get. Um, Jimmy Olsen Blues from The Spin Doctors. Great song about Jimmy Olsen basically just dealing with the fact that he's in love with Lois Lane, but he's got this Superman problem. Um, Jimmy Olsen Blues, also known as Pocketful of Kryptonite. Mrs. Robinson, whichever way you want to look at that. There aren't too many crazy weird ones I can think of. Like, Tom Sawyer from Rush is a great one. 
there's some ones that I are that are really like dark, like Stan from Eminem. Mm-hmm. That that's a song that when I hear it now, I'm like, man, liking that as a kid. It's jacked up. Yeah, it's jacked up. Like you're. It's like, a messed up song, but but I I don't know I I like it because it, it's it tells a story. Like I love a song that tells a story. Um, like a song that might not make my list. I'm still deciding. Uh, the hurricane. You know, I just. Yeah, that's a great song. Yeah, that's a great, such a great song. Um, what else? Um, yeah, so like, I, I love a story. Like, I love a ballad. You know, I love when, when you're singing about something and there's a story that goes along with that. Oh my god. I was just thinking, looking at my list as you were talking. I saw Rosa Parks and then I just thought about, I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. I am for real. This is going to be an interesting list. Like, this list is a Sophie's Choice of list, and we keep talking about this list before we even get to it. I know. Um, well, you know what, Reg? I think we've had enough time to do some general discussion. It's time to get into something different. Tonight, you and I, we're going to build a CD. 20 tracks each, 10 different categories, and we're going to make ourselves a CD worthy of name songs. You know how it's wow, there's music? It's going to be called Name Mm -hmm. Song, Volume 1. So. Wow, these are names. (laughs) Yeah. Wow, exactly. There it is. See, you got this. Wow, it's a phone book. I don't know. (laughs) The first category we have. we each will grab, we each will select one folk or country song. What are you going with? Oh, okay. Um, I went with Annie's song. And a close second was Jolene, but I, I gotta go with John Denver, Annie's song. I love that. Um, that was going to be my selection, but I also have a backup. Um, Jolene isn't quite it. I was thinking about doing that one. Mine's gonna be Goodbye Earl. Now, here's my question. Oh, oh, I mean, it's a good one, but. Again, it's one that has a story too, which which I like. Do I can I pick the punk cover version of it, or do I have to play the? I mean, yeah, one? yeah, you can pick the cover. Go ahead. Because that's the one I would do. It's a little bit faster pace, and it's just I, I listen to it a bunch. So for folk, we have Annie's song, John Denver. Oh wait, no, you. I mean, if we're going, if it's going folk, then no, you can't because it's a punk version. Oh, yeah, it's not fine, version. fine, fine. You're right. I answered my own question. Uh, any song from John Denver. And Goodbye Earl by the Dixie Chicks. All right, one category down. Nine to go. Uh, we each will add one rap or R&B named song. What are you going with, Reg? I'm going with, uh, I'm going to go with Rosa Parks. Miss Jackson is a solid second, but I'll go with Rosa Parks. Uh, I think that's a great one. Uh, Rosa Parks by Outkast. I was thinking about doing, you know, one of the many Snoop Dogg related I could think of. Uh, I almost got forgot about Dre. You know who really has a bunch of them that you could you could probably almost make a whole CD of just this one artist? DMX. Right. X gonna give it to you. X is coming for you. Wait, does it count if you're naming yourself though? Yeah, it definitely counts. Still name. Uh, that that seems that seems self-indulgent. I mean, it totally is, but it doesn't mean that it's it's illegal. It meets the measure. Okay. Okay. Um, but because my name is Jonathan, and it's cool to have a song named after you—not after you, but named the same name as yours, I should say. Um, I'm going with the amazing Jonathan from Hell Mary Malin, who is uh, Aesop Rock and uh, Rob Sonic. I love that song. I love that album. It's a perfect 10 album, Bestiary. And I love the fact that they named their group two guys who born outside of New York but lived in New York, grew up, have that New York feel to them, that they named their song after uh, uh, Typhoid Mary. Uh, it's really weird, but, I mean, it's like they're like a name song and a name group. Mm-hmm. So, for me, Amazing Jonathan, uh, Hail Mary Mallon, and Reg, uh, you said Rosa Parks for Outcast. Yeah, kind of sad that Stan didn't make it. I thought you were going to pick Stan. I'm going to be honest. Oh, Rosa Parks is like, I, I know he's going to go with Stan. 
You know what is another good song? Damien. That, oh, that could have yeah. been nominated. There are three different ones you can pick from, too. Right. Uh, I'm partial to Damien Part 3 from uh, The Great Depression. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Damien 1, the first one, is pretty awesome, too. For our third picks, we are going to look at one modern song. I was going to say one modern rock song, but let's not, you know, let's not be lean so heavy to rock. Uh, one modern song that you want to put on there. It could be a pop song, it could be a country song, it could be a rap song. And we'll say modern as 2005 moving forward. Okay, so, okay, then I'm going to go with um, Fred Astaire from uh, Jukebox the Ghost. Yeah, that's a great one. That's probably not good enough to get on my list list, but that's a great one to add on to this uh, album. Different feel, something a little bounce and bud to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know what's funny? I could also put Fred Astaire on there from The Low Life, one of my favorite songs. With the great line, he says, as long as I've got my friends, we've got it made like millionaires. Like, I'm all about that shit. But I'm not going to go with that. Reg went with Fred Astaire. I'm going to go selfishly again with a group that I love. Um, I'm going to go, um, hmm. I was getting ready to say Anna's son. But do I want to put something from Bastille on there? Maybe some Laura Palmer? You know? Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. This is your heart. Can you feel it? It's pumping through your veins. But also, I could go with Daniel in the Den as well. I think that might be one of my favorite songs of theirs, Daniel in the Den. Not Just the way it starts. Oh, you know what? Moving along at a pace unknown to man. Go, 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 go. That's such a great song. Actually, you know what? They thought I'm gonna, the lines were uh, bad, but they tried to kill my brothers. Yeah. That's such a good song. Yeah, I think I'm going to put that on there. Daniel in the Den. But you know what? I, I think I might have to take off Fred Astaire and uh, Battles, Bastille is getting another one. Uh, Icarus. Oh, damn! That is such a good song. Icarus is flying. To and I, I love I love a uh, historical, you know, like... Uh, mythology reference, you know. I'm so, the nerd in me loves that they they did a song about Icarus and and all that, and like that's kind of a highbrow, high concept type of thing. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at my list list, and Bastille's got to get on there. And I'm not sure if either one of the two that we just put on there is going to get it. It might it might be Laura Palmer, man. But Icarus is such a great one. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good song. Look who's digging their own grave. That is what they all say. You'll drink yourself to death. Look who makes their own bed. Lies right down within it. And what will you have left? Your hands reflect the fire. While the wild winds around you. Icarus is flying too close to the sun. That's such a good song. It is such a good song. Our fourth category. Uh, we each are going to pick one classic rock name song. Okay. Um, I said it earlier. Uh, Hurricane. It's just such a great song. And it's, you know, a song about, you know, awareness. And it's such an important song. It's not the plight of a man who was falsely accused and spent way too, too long in jail for a crime he didn't commit because, you know, he just wanted quote-unquote stay in his place and you know they wanted to prove a point and knock him down a peg so um you know and of course there was that movie that came out with uh denzel playing the lead of of, uh the hurricane so you know that's my number one for uh classic rock dude when he in that movie is talking to his lawyer he's like you get me out right he's just like no please don't you get me Denzel, man. I can't wait to do our Black Rush, um, Black uh, Mount Rushmore uh, section of some episode. It's going to be amazing. Um, for me, there are a lot to pick from. I was leaning towards Achilles' Last Stand, but I think I'm going to go with a song that I think I'm going to pull off of my list list. Uh, and it's from Pink Floyd, uh, Careful With That Axe, Eugene. But if I'm actually being honest, I'm not going to put that one on there. I'm going to go with Eleanor Rigby. That's a great song. Oh, yeah. That's a great song. 
And if I was making a CD that I actually wanted to listen to, uh, outside of my Amazing Jonathan, which is a song I'd stand by, I think if people listen to it like three times, they'd like it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, Eleanor Rigby, that would be a nice little Daniel Ledin, Icarus, The Hurricane, this nice, long, beautiful story <clears throat> about this tragedy. And then, boom, Eleanor Rigby comes in. Ah, look at all the lonely people. Ah, look at all the lonely people. I love the Rigby. You know, that's, uh, the second verse, I'm all about that. It's so tragic, but like, kind of like talks about the darkness of life. Yeah, and like, I just got the feeling that, well, she probably, you know, it's just, it's just a sad song, and, and you know, about loneliness and all that jazz, and you know, it, but it's such a good song, too. Again, a song that tells a story, which I'm all about. Category number five, halfway there. Uh, name songs. We're talking about alternative sound. Now, that could be comedy, that could be um, classical, instrumental, that could be world music, it could be foreign sound songs. Um, so, Reg, what are you thinking? And to be honest, to pull the curtain back a little bit, I just added the comedy section. And Reg rightfully was upset with me. Yeah, because um, I would like to have, you know, had a little forewarning because there's some really great comedy songs out there named about people. I mean, none of them come off to, at the top of my head right now, well, but Scotty I'm sure. No, I mean it's a rock song, but you can't tell me that's not a, that's not a uh, what you call it. I think comedy song. I think like uh, um, who are those guys? Uh, the, the humans are dead. Um, oh, Fly of the Concords. Fly of the, oh, uh, yeah, damn. I think Fly of the Concords or, um, okay, uh, I'm gonna go with, uh, Craig Christ. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah. You can also go with, uh, well, what's that? What's the, uh, you can also go with another Stephen Lynch one if you did Beelzebub or Beal. Yeah. Yeah, but Craig, I, I like that one a bit, a bit better. Oh no, no, Craig Christ is, I like Craig yeah. Christ because it makes me cringe a little bit. Yeah. I'm like, eee. Keeping on comedy, I was going to go with the night Santa, the night Santa went crazy. Mm-hmm. But then I realized South Park, just on South Park, bigger, longer, uncut, you get Kyle's mom's a bitch. You get what would Brian Boitano oh. do. Uh, and you get two of those, by the way. Uh, cause you could go with the Joe C version of Kyle's mom is a bitch or, the one I'm going, which is the DVDA version of What Would Brian Boitano Do, the punk version. What Would Brian Boitano Do? Oh, my goodness. You know what? Um, I've, I'm going to be honest. This next section that you have on here is Broadway and musical, and that's where What Would Brian Boitano Do goes for me. Well, you're going to put it on there twice? Well, no. I mean, it was on my list, and... We'll come back to it. So I'm, I've got replacements. So well, if you're gonna go with Brian, what would Brian Boytown do for the musical? Then I'm gonna change my my. No, 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 no. Wait, let's get back into the show and then and we can talk about it. For our sixth category, we have Broadway or musical name songs. Um, I'm gonna go with a classic. I'm gonna go with Maria from West Side Story. Oh, good one. That was that was one of my alternatives for the one that I did have. I'm so I I really enjoy that uh, movie, but that song in particular is absolutely beautiful. So that's that's the one I'm going with. I had Brian Boitano down uh, under Broadway and musical, but since you took that and put that with your you know your funny alternative sound type uh, songs, I'm gonna let you have that one. And I'm gonna go with one from uh, Hamilton, and it's not Hamilton. Which you know you would think would be the obvious one, but I'm gonna go with the Skylar Sisters because uh, that's an interesting song and it introduces the Skylar Sisters and it's it's a it's a really fun song. So that's where I'm going. You know, I really need to uh, listen to that soundtrack. I've never listened to it. It it amazes me that like you and like ten other people in the world haven't listened to that. <laughs> it's a very small exclusive club. I'm also it's almost like it's almost like you're going out of your way not to listen to I, it now. I haven't. I just never think to listen to it, which is weird considering how much I listen to Spotify and drive around. I just I never when I'm thinking about like new music, I'm like let me listen to some jazz. Let me listen to artists who are coming to town in the next three months. Um, but yeah, that's 
I need to get into that. I feel ashamed. I'll say this. Listen to, I mean, I think, think you should listen to it all, you know, in order, but I'll say this. Listen to, uh, uh, my shot or not giving up my shot and then, uh, Battle of Yorktown. And if you don't like those, then you won't like the soundtrack. I think I would just go and listen to it straight through because I can listen to anything once. Mm-hmm. And then I fucking listen to Oingo Boingo when when a past guest sort of permanent host suggested that. And that shit was terrible. I had to act like I liked it. It wasn't good. It wasn't <laughs> good, man. Well, I hope they're not listening now. Well, that's the risk I just took because I'm not taking this out. Uh-huh. We don't do that in getting ranked. Not often, at least. Um, we're now moving on to uh, category number seven. A name song that is a cover. I'm going to go with uh, Miss Robinson. Ooh, from the Lemonheads. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those those covers that is better than the original, I think. Oh, I agree 100%. That song is a song from my youth. Like. Yeah, it was just... I mean, everybody knows that. You know, it's just. <sighs> Here's to you, Mrs. Robinson. Here's to you, Mrs. Robinson. Mrs. Robinson. Yeah, they come right into it, man. Uh, that Such a good song. Song of my youth. My cover song is finally get to use it. Um, well, at least get to use this group. Me first in the Gimme Gimmies. There's so many different name songs that they do, but I think I'm because you could do down uh, was uh, me and Julio. Oh, that's a good one. I mean, you could do like you could probably list like 15 songs just from um, Simon and Garfunkel, like together or separately, like because just there's so many good stuff there. I mean, you got you know like you said Julio there, and then you have Cecilia and. You're breaking my heart. You're breaking. Yeah, you know, and then you also have, uh, you can call me Al. Okay, here's a question. Can mm-hmm. I use Sloop John B, which is the name of a ship? It was originally, um, song originally performed by the, uh, Beach Boys, covered by Me First in the Gimme Gimmies. Or, can I also use the Phantom of the Opera? Because that's technically his name. If you saw him run across the street, you'd be like, that's the Phantom of the Opera. Uh, that's stretching it. That is stretching it. I Why mean, it, I, if I, if there's a Batman song, you wouldn't you call him Batman? But he's not, his name is not the Phantom of the but Opera. That's what everyone calls him. Like no one knows his real name. He's the Phantom. I don't know. That's like in, in Smallville. They instead of calling him Superman, they kept calling him the Red Blur. I mean, and that's not really. I mean, I guess that I guess that counts. Well, that just seems weird. I'm not going to go with the Phantom. Uh, or Sweet Caroline, who me first in the Gimme Gimme cover. Or Danny's song. Or I'm not going to lie. If you had um, Sweet Caroline, I, I'd hang up on you because oh, listen, I live that in song Reg. is garbage. Reg. I live in Boston. They play it at every single Red Sox game. They play it after the Red Sox game. Sweet down. Caroline. Womp, womp, womp. I literally... <laughs> Never, it'll be too soon if I never hear that fucking song again. I mean, the song even has a wah, 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 because it sucks. So good, so good. Right, get ready for that if you move up here. That shit. Sweet Caroline. That is a year-round fucking song around here. I don't understand the love for that song. I'm going to go with Sloop John B from from uh, Me First in the Gimme Gimmies. It's definitely one of my top three uh, Gimme Gimme songs, at least top five. Uh, mm-hmm. The other one I was thinking about was Delta Dawn. Delta Dawn, what's that flower you have on? Uh, but I'm going to go with Sloop John B. Because that song is a banger. Alright, we are on to number eight. Put one terrible name song on there. One that might make you cringe. One that's just a bad song. So many songs come to mind. Um, Barbie Girl, Blue. But I, I oh, mean, if Barbie we're going with... Girl. Yeah. It's fantastic. But you know what? We Barbie Girl got on the last song list that we did. I'm not putting it on again. Same thing with Blue. And I mean, if we're going to go with the normal, with the the horrible, terrible name song, I got to go with uh, Sweet Caroline, which we talked about because that's the worst song in the world. 
Uh, yeah, that's that's a terrible one. I was going to put Barbie Girl on there, but I don't want to now. <laughs> I'm like, you're right. Fuck that song. This is going to be a hot take as far as terrible songs. I'm going to put Layla from Eric Clapton. I don't like that song. Like, I kind of think it sucks. How's that song go? I, I Layla, cannot... you got me on my knees, Layla. Oh. Darling, won't you please uh. Is that a beloved song, though? Oh, people love that fucking song. I was, uh, yes, it's a beloved song. Hmm. I was about to say... I don't think that take is as hot as you think it is. I think it's kind of lukewarm. I've made that comment how that song sucks before and gotten death stares. Like, if you could kill someone... Yeah? What happened? Uh, now, this is a tangent, but I have a question. Do you think Breakfast at Tiffany's counts as a name song just because it has Tiffany in it? When it's actually refing, referencing the movie, not a person. Isn't Breakfast at Tiffany's referencing the restaurant? Yes, that's my that's my point. It's not referencing a well, person. Well, yeah, it's not. I, well, then I would say no for intents and purposes of this conversation now, because I mean, I mean, also like there were song there were songs that I just ruled out, like any Christmas carols or stuff like that. I ruled out. Um, also, I mean, we didn't talk about it, but like religious stuff. Because, like, there's so many religious songs named after people and so many Jesus songs and Mary's and John's and, you know, so. And I think it's interesting, too, how many times, like, religious people name a song after, you know, I mean, I guess it really makes sense, but. I, I agree with you. I don't think it should count. One of the things that, like, disappointed me as I was doing research for this category was the number of times where I was like, oh, this song is named after somebody. Then I would get to the actual name of the song, and you're like, oh, fuck, yeah, that's right, it's not that. Like, Harry Belafonte's The Baby Boy. I thought it was yeah. named Virgin Mary or Mother Mary or something like that, and I was just like, ah, oh. and then I got to the lyrics, and I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Same thing with uh, Billy Don't You Lose My Number, which is just called Don't You Lose My Number. Oh, yeah. But, like... I don't think Breakfast at Tiffany should count. It's on a bunch of lists. Um, another bad one, but it's not the reason why it's not on my list is because I never listened to it. Britney Spears, if you seek Amy, uh, I remember there was some like converse like controversy where it sort of sounded like she was saying something dirtier or something like that. But I don't know. I never really saw it. But I'm gonna stick with uh, uh I'm gonna go with uh, yeah, Layla from Eric Clapton. I'm sticking with it. Okay. And write in, tell us if that's a hot take, because I don't think it's all that hot. I'm still not, I still don't believe it. I might have to put a poll up, put like a week long poll. Be like, I mean, I think if there was a song that you would say, can't, I would think that if there was a song that you were coming in with a hot take from Eric Clampton that was overrated, it would probably be Tears in Heaven. Like, if you said that shit, I, I think people would come out and do the work for you. Yeah, but that's because of the sentiment behind it you know that was about uh i believe after he had lost a child mm-hmm. so i mean right. obviously everyone be like yeah you're a fucking asshole <laughs> i'm not trying to be i promise now for category number nine almost there home stretch we each get to put one favorite name song of our choosing on what are you going with i'm gonna go with a song from um a, a, a group that made it on our, our one hit wonder list so maybe I probably shouldn't. But no, I'm going to go ahead and do it. Uh, Mr. Wendell from Arrested Development. Not the TV show, the group. Dude, so I mentioned Arrested Development and Mr. Wendell to you the other day and then forgot to put it on my list. Yeah. Mr. Wendell, yeah. Yeah, Mr. Wendell. That's a good song. It's such a great song. Because when you stop listening to like the beat and just the flow of it, and you actually hear the words of what he's saying, you're like, oh, fuck, you're kind of right, you know? Yeah, so, like like when he's like, here, have a dollar, man. No, in fact, here, have two. Two dollars means means a snap for me, but it means a big deal to you. Be strong, Be strong serve, serve God, God only. only. No, 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 beautiful heaven awaits. Mm-hmm. God, man, that, oh, that song is so fucking good. I saw a man with no clothes, no money, no plate, Mr. Window. That's his name. No one ever knew him. His name because he's a no one. Never thought twice about spinning on an old bum until I got the chance to really get to know one. That's such a good song. Uh, and again, another song that has a story. Um, So one of my favorites that it's not going to make my list, so I'm going to put on this one. Uh, A Boy Named Sue. 
another song with the story. And it is funny as hell. Plus, I love having Johnny Cash. I think that would really be nice to have another country ho-dunk song put put on there. Although, I am thinking about also about Sir Duke from Stevie Wonder. And that's where I'm actually going to go with Sir Duke. I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry, Johnny Cash, but you're already dead, so you won't be that mad. Uh, Sir Duke, it's such a great song. You can feel it all over. You can feel it all over, baby. I mean, seriously. Stevie Wonder. Man's blind and can play like 18 instruments. Some of them he's never seen before. Mm-hmm. All right, our last category. Number 10. An 80s song. Give us an 80s name song that you were like, I got, it's got to be on there. There's so many ones. Like, I'm thinking like, um, uh, like Sarah, you know, that's a good one. 8675309, Jenny. Um, but I'm going to go with Come On Eileen. That is classic. I'm still trying to think of what I would be doing or which one I'm picking. I kind of want to go with Steve Perry O'Sherry. I could go with the Knack My Sharona. Hell, I could mm-hmm. go with Ram Jam's Black Betty. Oh, Black Betty, Betty, Ram. Oh, that's the answer. That's the answer. Black Betty. Black Betty had a child. Ram Lamb, damn thing gone wild. Ram Lamb, Ram Lamb, one on the mile. Ram Lamb, damn thing gone blind. Ram Lamb, oh, Black Betty. Oh, Black Betty, Ram Lamb, oh, Black Betty. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the answer. That, that was the answer. That is the answer. You're right. Uh, so we have Black Betty from Ram Jam, and you went with uh, Come On Eileen, the classic. Mm-hmm. Oh, I swear. Come on, I read to riot. Come on, I read to riot. To ro- Dixie's Midnight Runner. The only hit they ever had. But damn, is it a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, great for bars, for... Um, weddings, funerals, it's good for everything. Uh, so that's our CD. Wow, those are name songs. Uh, Annie Song, John Denver. Goodbye Earl from the Dixie Chicks. Amazing Jonathan from Hell Mary Mallon. Rosa Parks from Outcasts. A double dipping of, uh, Bastille, Daniel in the Den, and Icarus. Uh, The Hurricane from Bob Dylan, followed up by Eleanor Rigby by The Beatles. Uh, finishing out the first half, CD number one, Craig Christ by Stephen Lynch, and What Would Bright Boy Town Do by DVDA. Uh, hitting you right in the face, coming off of CD two, The Skyler Sisters from Hamilton, following it up with Maria from West Side Story. Uh, Miss Robinson by The Lemonheads would be followed by Sloop John B. from Me First and the Gimme Gimmies. Our disappointing section, Sweet Caroline from Neil Diamond, but we at least let you off on a light disappointment with Layla. That could have been Barbie Girl. That could have been Blue. You guys are so lucky. Number 17, uh, Mr. Window from from Arrested Development. Sir Duke from CV Wonder. And hitting you at the end with the classic rock. Excuse me, with the 80s track. Black Betty from Ram Jam. And the ever-loved Come On Eileen from Dixie's Midnight Runners. That's actually a CD I would actually listen to. I don't know if I'd buy it, but I'd stream it on Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> that's a uh, a playlist I, I'd run to. And um, we were fortunate enough to uh, ask a bunch of different people about, you know, what are some of their favorite name songs? And man, did I ever get uh, just an amazing, diverse array of songs, which was was exactly what I was hoping for. I came out with some easy ones, A Boy Named Sue, Come On Eileen, and then immediately got hit back with, let's see, I got Layla from Eric Clapton, so at least one person likes it. Uh, Billie Jean, Jolene, Hey Jude, those made it on. Helena from My Chemical Romance, like... Hey, 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 start over. Shout out to the people who, who uh... I will. I haven't even oh. moved on to another person. Oh, this is all well, who's one. the first person? That was me. Oh, that was you. Yeah, that's oh, okay. I, I started out with some easy ones. Okay. Helena is one of the songs that, like, shook me that I didn't even think about. Uh, well, you do your own list on, on the podcast. That's what this whole thing has been. Uh, whatever. Anyways. My bad. Uh, anyway. Yeah, stop talking. <laughs> Helena was a song that, like, just, I couldn't believe it didn't make my, not that it didn't make my list, it didn't make my initial list. Like, I didn't even think about it. If this person hadn't posted it, never would have thought about it. Uh, and that was Exxon Malcolm, uh, co-host of the Cinema Chat podcast. Uh, his list was solid. He finished his list off with Benny and the Jets from Elton John. Boop, boop, boop. 
Benny and the Jets. Benny! 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 And then, Reg, you chimed in with some good hits. Um, Eleanor Rigby, Danny California, which was a great one. Uh, I don't really like that song, but it's the one I wouldn't think of. Mm-hmm. Uh, Annie's song and Sweet Caroline. So you, you know, you're really to blame for bringing Sweet Caroline. I, I was being sarcastic with, with uh, Sweet Caroline. That's not what everyone else saw, Rich. Yeah, I know. I think that's one of those times where sarcasm uh, screwed me over because people took that seriously. And I was like, no, I hate that song. No, I don't think I like it. Don't you think I like it? Some other great um, choices. Porkchop, who was on the cigar episode, uh, he also had Sweet Caroline and Billie Jean, but he also had Betty Davis Eyes, which is a great song. Lucille and Jane Says from Jane's Addiction. Jane Says! That's such a good song. Me, uh, Clute was the person actually who put me and Julio down. Clout. Sorry. Clout was the person who um, actually mentioned me and Julio, uh, which is such a great, such a great song. My buddy Larry came up with uh, Bukowski, Fiona from The Low Life, um, Caroline from John Butler Trio, Emily and Kathleen from Catfish and the Ballerman, who are a great British man, and one of my all-time favorites, Anna Begins from The Counting Crows. Oh, that's a good one. But the person who wins uh, for most creative, at least in my opinion, uh, was Forrest the Great. She had um, Django from Rancid. Um, she had Ram, uh, it's Leslie or Les, something from Ramstein, sorry. He, she also had, uh, from Smashing Pumpkins for Shirley, Ava Adore, Prodigy's Medusa's Path, which is such a cool name. I don't know that song, but, um, Covenant Prometheus. All bands who I don't really know, but, like, they just sound like cool songs. Yeah, so, of the people who, like, really stunned me, those, those were some great additions to, Lists that never would have made it online otherwise. I also want to give a shout out to a buddy of mine uh, who I went to college with. He had some great ones. Bertha from from The Grateful Dead. Sweet Jane from Velvet Underground, which is a great song. Um, everyone had Come On Eileen. He had that one too. Uh, Dear Prudence from The Beatles. Uh, it was... Uh, we got a lot of help from people online. But it's enough talking about, you know, what... The songs that didn't make our list are the songs that we loved. It's time to get into our list. It's the closing question. I couldn't do 10. I literally could not do 10. So we had to do 15, which was just as hard. But we're going to do our top 15 name songs. Reg, you want to do your whole list? You want to alternate? Let's actually do our whole list. Let's not alternate. Yeah. Um, okay. Do you want to go first or you want me to go first? I, I can go. Honorable, honorable mention goes to Come On Eileen from Dixie's Midnight Runners. Uh, 15 was kind of the hardest. I kept switching places with what I eventually put out at 15, and that's John the Revelator from Dave Matthews Band. Uh, that's such a good song. It's, uh, one of those songs I don't think a lot of people know about, cause I think it's, I think it's just called JTR on just about any of their album releases. But yeah, they did a, this, uh, CD, called like the Lily White Sessions, and it's what eventually became Busted Stuff. But uh, John the Revelator was on that one, so that that's what I'm going with. Uh, number 14, Jesus Walks from Kanye West, Don't At Me. <laughs> uh, number 13, Last Dance with Mary Jane from Tom Petty. Uh, 12, Buddy Holly from Weezer. Uh, 11, Billie Jean from Michael Jackson. Uh, 10, Doug Stamper from Open Mike Eagle. Then uh, nine with Clint Eastwood from Gorillaz. Uh, and eight. This one, I was like, I put this on my list, but I, I'll understand if I get pushback on it. But Return to Pooh Corner from Kenny Loggins. Wow. Does that count? I I mean, I who's in the in the name? I don't see why it wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Christopher Robin and I walk along on the branches lit up by the moon. Damn, Reg. Why you, Asking why you, not questions to our ER. I love that song. It's one of those songs. It's on my. It's on every shower list I've ever made. Mm-hmm. Return that, of the Yeah, but I can't find the live version anymore. The one. I th- yeah, I know. I think I have it's it on, not on Spotify. I think I have it on Jump Drive somewhere. It was like listen or Cat Stevens or something. 
The so live version is so good. Me if you can, I gotta get out of the cost of a quarter by one. You'd be surprised there's so much to be done. Count all, Count all, all the bees in the hive. Oh! Chase all the clouds from the chase the clouds away. Back to the days of Christopher Robin. Oh my god, Reg. <laughs> Such a good song. Such that? a good song. Uh, and so that comes in at eight, and now I'm thinking about it, how much I love that song, I should probably have that in my top five, but it's not there, unfortunately. Uh, number seven, though, Proud Mary, Tina Turner. Come on. I mean, I think that's technically a cover, but still, killed it. Yeah, she murders it. Yeah. Boy, is it. Uh, number six, Annie's song from John Denver. Yeah, one day uh, when I get married, that's going to be... No, I'm kidding. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm not playing that at my wedding. <laughs> it's so cliche now, but it's cliche for a reason. I'd sing the punk version at your wedding. Uh-huh. Just in the middle of this thing, be like, girl, Reggie wanted to tell you something. <laughs> One, two, three, four. Uh, number five, Rosa Parks from Outcast. Push that. Uh, yeah. Number four, Eleanor Rigby from The Beatles. Uh, Miss Robinson. Um, I put the Simon Garfunkel version because I'm old school like that. Hurricane, um, by Bob Dylan. And then my number one song uh, has been done by so many people, but I'm going to go with the Paul Robeson version of Danny Boy. Oh, wow. I didn't, yeah. You told me I would never be able to guess it, and I would never have guessed that. Yeah, I was like, of, of all the songs, that's such a touches my soul is so good. I won't even, uh, it's, yeah, I won't even attempt to sing that one. My voice doesn't get that deep. Yeah. Uh, that's a great list, man. Uh, my list, I am not that confident about. Uh, there's some songs that you mentioned going through. Like, Eleanor Rigby didn't make my list. It should, but it didn't. Um, I should have more Paul Simon, but I don't. But I'm so proud of this list. Uh, my honorable mention is John the Revelator. Reg, we had the exact flip-flop. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, I, I kept going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And I do love that version of that song, but come on, Eileen, when I'm at a bar... And especially when I'm at a wedding and that song comes on, everyone just like, you can feel people's spirits going up. Like that thing is human growth hormone for joy. Um, so that was number 15. Number 14, Buddy Holly from Weezer. Number 13, Careful With That Axe Eugene from Pink Floyd. You didn't think I was going to leave them off, did you? Uh, number 12, Mrs. Robinson from the Lemonheads, Reds. I went the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, number 11, Rosa Parks from Outcasts. Number 10, Jimmy Olsen Blues from the Spin Doctors. Los Lang, come stay with me tonight, because I got a pocket full of kryptonite. Number 9, Adam's Song from Blink-182. It's an amazing oh. song. And oh, what a good song. It's, uh, you know, it's a song uh, that a fan who committed suicide, who was a soldier, committed suicide after dealing with P, uh, PTSD. Uh, their friends sent them that song, that a letter, and they took that made into a song. It's one of my favorite songs they've ever played. I never thought I'd die alone. I laughed the loudest who'd have known. Traced, traced the, the chord back, back to, to the wall. wall. No wonder it was never played at all. Took my time. Yeah, it's uh, it's just so dark, man. But but yet there's still so much joy and light in it. Uh, yeah. Number eight, Fiona from The Low Life. I named my dog after it. The most favorite. Oh, good one. Good one. Number seven, uh, Doug Samper. I love Doug Samper just because it's a great song. Plus the, uh, you know, it's advice rap. But on top of it being advice rap, you have uh, Hannibal Burris at the end with his his just amazing tidbit to end it. No finger waves yeah. except baby the face. <laughs> LeBron James. Oh, James should stop, stop taking, taking HGH. HGH. His hairline is Headlines messed up, up from the, from the HGH. HGH. He went from one headband to like 88. That fucking line is <laughs> just one of amazing crucial ones. 
You're drowning in quicksand. You're flailing in the water. Your hands are waving all frantic. You'll die within the hour. Unless, Unless you, you do, do what we tell, tell you to do. Me and my, me and my whole, whole fan with Doug, Doug Stamper. Stamper. <laughs> so you should do what we tell you to do. I said, good goddamn, we Doug Stamper. Uh, Stop paying for the porn site memberships. Go to you porn. Porn nigga. That, that shit, shit is free. free. But don't bootleg my comedy. Pay the fee. Pay the fee. And tell your cousin, your cousin, stay, stay the fuck off the world star. And don't buy a Honda Civic. That's a girl's girl. car. Don't, don't buy a Chevy Aveo. Don't buy a oh, Mini Cooper. Cooper. Or, or a Yaris. Yaris. <laughs> and don't set stuff <laughs> on fire either. <laughs> I love that song. The best part I love about that whole little line is just like, he's like, and don't set stuff on fire. And you're just like, damn, that's fucking crazy. And then he just yeah. comes back. Actually... <clears throat> If you can only afford a compact car because those are very affordable, then go get that. Don't let me judge your life. But that other shit, I mean that shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good song. Uh, yeah, so number seven, Doug Samper. Number six, Gorillas, uh, Clint Eastwood. I already talked about that. Number five, yeah. Mary Jane's Last Dance. That song is a song I will always play every single time. If we were in a quiet place life, that's how I'd get killed. That shit would come on, and I'd be like, oh, my shit. And then, boop, gone. Uh, number four, Proud Mary. But I went with the Credence Clearwater Revival version of it. Um, I'm a big fan of it. You went with the wrong version. Um, I went with the version that I like best. Thank you, sir. The wrong one. The right one for me. Uh, I mean, you can't beat when Tina Turner's up there. That's a good job in the city. Working for a man every Listen, night and I'm day. I'm not saying that she doesn't have an insane amounts of energy and she doesn't do a good job. What I'm saying is... Come on. Get out of here. Hater. Um, number three. Oh, Sherry from Steve Perry. Shut have been down. Knowing how I made you feel I should have been gone. That song. Oh, that's a good song. Yeah. That's a good pick. Yeah. That's a good pick. It started out at number one, and then it fell down to that number three. That should have been on the CD. Uh, oh, I didn't put it on the CD, did we? Damn. That would have been a perfect 80s one. Oh, Sherry, I love Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, that should have been on the CD. I, I feel so much more shame. Uh, my number two, You Can Call Me Al, which it was fighting for, for number one. Um, and if I'm being honest, it probably should be my number one. Because as much as I do love my number one, as a matter of fact, I am switching. You can call me out, it's going to be number one. Because that song touches my soul. Uh, but formerly number one, now number two, Paul Revere from the Beastie Boys. I absolutely love that song. It's my favorite Beastie Boys song. It's one of my favorite rap songs. Again, a song about a story. It's whimsical. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's funny, even though it does have some violence in it. Uh, I love the last verse most when they get to the bar, they find the third BC, and he's just like, Kid said, get ready, cause this ain't funny. My name's Mike D, and I'm about to get money. Pulled out the jammy, aimed it at this guy. He yelled, Take him out! And let two fly. It just, it's so whimsical, and it's so funny. And I just realized I didn't put You Can Call Me Out on my list. At all? No. I, I just realized it. I meant to put it on there. I meant to slide that in, which means John the Revelator, which I kept fighting to keep on, gets bumped down. Because I'm putting You Can Call Me Out up at uh, at two, yeah, and everything else is coming down yeah. one. Yeah, no, it's... You Can Call Me Out I mean, is great. Yeah, it's one of the my favorite song of all, all time. time. You know, it's just... If I'm being shot out in space, that's on my playlist yeah man walks down the street street in strange world maybe it's the third world and maybe it's the maybe it's the first time around, around. Doesn't, speak doesn't speak the language, language. holds no, no currency, currency. He he's a foreign man he's, he's surrounded by, by the sound, sound. sound cattle in the marketplace scattered in the orphanages 
He looks, he looks around, around, he sings angels in the architecture, spinning infinity, amen, hallelujah, I can be your long lost pal, also, also a great uh, music video, yeah, that music video is awesome, Chevy Chase, and that song introduced the world to Lady Smith, Black Mombasa, like, mm-hmm. how you not get, that's, yeah, that's my number one, it deserves to be there. Um, did we get it right? Did we get it wrong? What are your top 15s? Oh, I would love to hear. I've already heard from a couple of people, um, on Twitter about, you know, the songs they enjoy, and I bet I could get a few of them to do some top 15s. But if you're listening and you want to submit yours, go ahead and send it in, and I promise I will read it on a future episode. Reggie, I, I think we did this topic justice. Yeah, I think so too. I'm going to be honest. I thought there'd be more singing, but, uh, that's okay. I'll tell you Next this. Time. I almost want to have someone else on this show to do this topic over again just to get their list because I would love to know what your 16 to 30 is. You know? Oh, oh, come on, we, we can't, we can't do that. I, That's not, too not, much. Not, not, not right now, but maybe in a couple of seasons we'll come back to that. Okay. But for now, I think we're gonna call it quits. Um, remember, this is getting ranked. Please feel free to subscribe, rate, and review. Share it with your friends, family, your enemies, your frenemies. People who owe you money. This has been Getting Ranked, and remember, whether you're first or last, at least you're on the list. You've been listening to Getting Ranked, a Brother to Brother podcast production. I am your host, Tempe WMF, or at least I was, as this is the end of the show. You can find me on Twitter at Tempe WMF, that's T-E-M-P-I-W-M-F, and on Instagram at the same. Check out the podcast Twitter page at Getting Ranked PC, and check out my other show, Brother to Brother, Also, a shout out to Ruje, who produced the beat for the opening theme, which you're listening to now. And a big thanks to Bucho, a.k.a. at Aubrey underscore T22, who spit hot fire on that intro. Thanks for listening. Please rate and review. And until next time, remember, you may not be first, but at least you're on the list.